Everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of a Trophy Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Rathbun, coming to you from Atlanta, and hope that you and yours are doing great. We did not intend this to be the Baylor podcast this week, but that's exactly what's turned out. We're thrilled to welcome Scott Drew as our guest. The head coach of the national championship, Baylor Bears, talks about everything that Baylor went through. His Defensive Player of the Year winner from the Naismith Awards, Davion Mitchell, Talk about a lot of great topics and a very interesting conversation. And our news and notes this week begins and ends with Nikki Collin taking over the women's job at Baylor, replacing Kim Mulkey, who goes on to LSU. And this came as a surprise to a lot of people, and probably including Nikki. I don't think she considered that it was a possibility that she'd be going to Baylor. She was already underway with her preseason coaching the Atlanta Dream in the WNBA. But Baylor reached out. And how do you say no to that powerhouse program? It's a great thing for her family. She and Tom and the kids have been together through thick and thin. Uh, Tom is a former head coach in his own right. Uh, and Nikki was his assistant at Colorado State, and Louisville, and Arkansas. Nikki went on to Florida Gulf Coast as an assistant coach. Then got into the pros at Connecticut, assisting Kurt Miller. Came to Atlanta as the head coach. And while here, was the WNBA Coach of the Year. She'll do a great job at Baylor. It is quite a job for her. In fact, when she showed up this week to accept the job and have her formal press conference. It's the first time she had ever been on campus at Baylor. So we wish Nikki and Tom and the kids all the best uh, from all of us here in Atlanta and on to the Baylor family. And speaking of Baylor, we'll hear from Scott Drew next. But first, this from Jersey Mike's. If Jersey Mike's turkey had a resume, it would say it's 99% fat-free and raised without antibiotics. But our turkey already has its dream job at Jersey Mike's. Because premium meat makes a sub above. Well, it is a real thrill to have with us the head coach of the Baylor Bears, the national champion Baylor Bears. Scott Drew is on the line with us. Scott, good morning. It is great to have you on, and congratulations from all of us here at the Naismith Awards. Well, thank you very much for having me on, and thank you for what you guys do for college athletics. Well, uh, it if it weren't for people like you, we would not exist because uh, you embody everything that the Naismith Awards are all about. And, of course, you had a recipient this year in Davion Mitchell, who was our Defensive Player of the Year, uh, a special basketball family that you belong to and a special basketball family that he belongs to. So uh, quite a year for the young man. Well, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, coaches love when their players get recognized, but they really love it when they – put in the work that that deserves it because some as we know some people are just blessed with a great god-given ability other people uh, a great work ethic and then to win this award you have to have both but uh, Davion is somebody that has worked extremely hard each and every year uh, to improve his basketball game and a true gym rat just lives in the gym and defensively uh, we call them off night for a reason uh, people definitely had an off night against him but he, he, he deserves everything that he's gotten because he spent the time in the gym. He spent the time in the weight room. He spent the time eating right in the film room trying to become better. So as a coach, you're, you're, you're so happy when players put in that time and effort and then are able to receive the awards they deserve. Scott, a couple of weeks ago, back in late April, the Baylor Bears, of course, had their spring football game, and Davion was there uh, to accept his award from Eric Oberman, our executive director. And... You all were talking uh, 
at the spring game about how much that award means to your basketball program, obviously for Davion, but for your program, and that you may have some special plans for what to do with that award. Could you share that with us? Sure. And first, we it was great having Eric uh, come to give present the award in person. And uh, Davion, uh, once our season ended, uh, obviously he's declared for the draft. He, he was interviewing agents, and the one thing he said is uh, he wanted to know when are we going to the White House so he can make sure he makes that, and then. When, whenever he got presented, uh, if he was going to get presented the Naismith uh, uh, Award, he wanted to be there. So that was that. Those were the two things that that I remember him stating to me. And uh, so when we found out Eric was going to be in town, uh, he was excited to come back, planned his his stuff around that. And then uh, I, obviously for us, we had three players uh, in the top fifteen in the voting. And to what, what I shared with Eric was. Uh, Mark Mark Vidal was one of the finalists along with Davion, and uh, we actually had Mark uh, present the award to Davion and then filmed it in front of the team. So Mark came up. I have an announcement. You know, uh, I believe I deserve this award, but if I wasn't going to win it, uh, uh, the, the person I would want to win it is Davion Mitchell, and the place went nuts, and uh, it was great. Mark was uh, uh, outstanding at uh, uh, doing what he did, and then Davion obviously having an uh, won the award, and everyone was so excited for him because, again, great teammates. They love one another. We call them team awards because team doesn't do well. Nobody uh, achieves those awards. But coaches always know the importance of, of defense, and so often uh, <laughs> it, that's one of the toughest things we have to do is convince players of the importance of defense because they know when they score and they put up numbers, they, they get their name uh, uh, put in all kinds of newspapers and social media but defensive players don't always get that attention. So uh, this is an award that coaches love because we understand it translates directly into winning, and it is valued so much by our coaching profession. So uh, one one thing I told Eric is, you know, some awards you put in the trophy case, but not everyone always looks at the trophy case. Uh, so I said with Davion's award, we're going to have to find a special area for it and maybe uh, uh, in the film room and in the locker room so that way – Players can always see it and make sure they know what we value and what's important. So, uh, again, uh, it's a great award um, because uh, uh, it's something that not everybody uh, understands the importance of, but coaches definitely do. And people that uh, uh, were defended by Davion definitely are excited that he's moving on to the NBA and out of college. You will never obviously forget a second of what happened this past season. But while we've got you on, we just have to ask about what it was like to go through from several different perspectives. You know, we we know what happened with your shutdown and, and playing through COVID and all of that. But from a first-person perspective, Scott, really what was happening uh, inside the program while at the most, arguably, one of the most crucial times of the year, not only do you stop playing basketball, I mean, you're shut down. And to regather and regroup and get that swag back that you displayed at the, at the NCAA tournament, uh, that was amazing to us. What was it like going through it? Well, <laughs> the 21 days going through it weren't, weren't as, uh, <laughs> as heroic or celebra- uh, uh, didn't involve the celebration that obviously uh, the NCAA tournament did. 
And for uh, the coaches, it was really uh, one of the most trying times from the standpoint, not only did you have a once-in-a-hundred-year pandemic, but we had a once-in-a-hundred-year snowstorm. So you get a little snow in Texas, everything shuts down, and uh, unfortunately the electricity went off for a lot of places in town. Now, the good thing is most of our student-athletes didn't have that problem, but our coaching staff did. So three, four days without power. Uh, a lot of our staff and players are recovering from COVID. Uh, so it, it went from forget about basketball. We just wanted to make sure everyone had food and made sure they had heat and, 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 and nobody was getting uh, too much in, in harm's way and uh, taking care of one another. So I think that's where the family uh, uh, really came out. And what I mean by that is you always take care of your family. And uh, if it's bringing firewood to coaches, if it's uh, going to the drugstore uh, for, for those that had uh, four-wheel drive that could get out, um, whatever it was, we made it through that 21 days. And then after that, we weren't great uh, for the next six games we played. But I think uh, our players' heart and desire showed up to where we are able to win the first Big 12 title since 1950 and uh, our first conference championship since 1950 and first Big 12 title. And then, obviously, you make a run in the NCAA tournament. And for us, once we were able to finish the Big 12 tournament and start practicing, we were able to start returning back to form. And, uh, again, practice is so important. But more importantly is when players believe that you need to practice hard to to prepare. And that's what we had a player-led team that did a great job practicing during that time and uh, uh, really getting better so that we could have uh, the Final Four run that we did. Scott, was it in Kansas City when you think the ball club got their swag back? Yeah, definitely uh, uh, once we lost in uh, the Big 12 tournament, we we came back after 21 days. You played six games in 14 days, and really all you're doing is playing a game, recovering, prepping, playing a game, so no practice time. And you can't take three weeks off of anything and not practice and come and be successful. So uh, once, once we lost, we were able to get some practice days in, and when we got the practice days in, uh, our defense had been number one in the country, had fallen to 44 analytically. And at that point, once we started to practice, uh, the defense started to climb up again. And we all know you can't win without defense. And uh, 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 the big thing without practicing, well, rotations were just off, our closeouts were off, and uh, the timing of everything was off. And we were able to get back to some of our old beginning uh, stage habits and, and just communication to where uh, we got the defense back to where it was uh, uh, analytically top five. And when you're when you're good on both ends of the court, uh, they complement one another. You get stops, you get in transition. You're obviously your offense looks better. Then it's on to Indy, into the bubble, and uh, you start this, you know, this amazing six game run. Um, you, you know, it, you go back game by game. They were all spectacular in their own way, but. I just wanted to ask you about being inside that environment and, and what that was like, because, there, you know, there were two teams that were there the whole time, you and the Zags, and, and what it was like with that experience, because that had to be so unique. Well, <laughs> first, our team rooms were by each other, so we were together the entire time. And second of all, uh, Coach Hugh and I were pickleball champs, and we were undefeated in the bubble, so uh, obviously we had to break up the winning team come championship game. <laughs> but uh, uh, but uh, uh, so much respect for for the Zags. We we have uh, two of our uh, um, staff members that were uh, one played for Gonzaga, the other coach for Gonzaga. So mm-hmm. uh, we knew them well. We were supposed to play on December fifth, 
God had a different plan. And at that time, uh, Coach Few and I said, you know what, if we meet back here on April 5th, that is perfect. Well, that, that actually happened. So uh, uh, it, was, it was the most viewed game since 2019 NBA Game 6 Finals. And so uh, a lot of people wanted to see that game. And Gonzaga had an unbelievable season. Coach Hughes, a Hall of Fame coach. And uh, we were just blessed to win uh, uh, the last game of the year. Scott, it's something that coaches dream about. Uh, many don't even make it to an NCAA tournament, much less win it. Now that you've got the championship, is it everything you thought it would be? Uh, well, the first couple of days were so uh, – uh, um, you stay up all night because you don't want that night to end. You're celebrating together, and the next thing you got the morning shows, and you're like, am I really going to go to bed for 20 minutes? So it's the first time you pull an all-nighter in probably 30 years. So, uh, uh, But you know what? You get back to campus, and then you see all the parade and the fans, and then uh, you just see uh, 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 great opportunities to promote – your university and your student athletes, and it's only the second uh, uh, national title in basketball in the state, and the first one was 1966, Texas Western, and they did a movie on that. So, I mean, uh, uh, the excitement for not only Central Texas and the state of Texas and all your Baylor fans, and that's kept you moving. So you've gone from one thing to another, and it's all a blessing. It's all an opportunity. It's all a great thing. So, uh, um so far, so good. Excited to go to the White House. Excited for everything else that we got coming up. And uh, uh, and, and most of all, excited that uh, finally we're able to get some sleep, too. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, I mentioned your basketball family, uh, you know, your brother, your dad, uh, everybody involved. Uh, what a special moment to, to bring it full circle for the, for the Drew family. Well, and, and the great thing is when you have uh, uh, special moments or big moments, you love having an opportunity to do that with family and friends. And obviously we were able to do that. So uh, seeing my parents after the game, the NCAA really worked it out where uh, after the, the game you were able to see your immediate family. And that was a blessing because being in the bubble and away from them for four weeks, my wife and kids hadn't had a chance to hug them. So be able to do that and then obviously see my dad, mom, and and uh, brother and uh, sister, uh, that was great as well. Scott, as we let you go here, uh, you know, we're pulling out of this pandemic. Uh, looks like, you know, we'll be back on track with football in the fall and, and sort of a return to a normal basketball calendar. Um, you, you, now you're in that position where you're the defending national championship team. Now, we all know that there's no such thing because your team next year will not resemble this year's team at all. you got to start from scratch once once again. But, of course, that's the great challenge of this is to put that new team together each year. Are you as hungry now as you were then before the championship? Well, I think uh, 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 each year you, you put together a game plan, you put together a team, and you, as, as a coach you just want to make sure they max out what they're capable of doing. And some years you have teams that are capable of winning it all. Other years you don't. Um, but I, I know what, what makes coaching so fun for our staff and for most of the coaches I know, and that is having a chance to uh, help players grow. Um, at Baylor, it's grow spiritually, uh, academically, uh, character-wise, and on the court. And if you feel uh, you can help them in those areas grow, and we call preparing champions for life, that's been a successful year. So the goal is always to win a national championship, but uh, uh, getting to the top of the mountain, what really makes it so exciting is that journey on the way up. And part of that journey on the way up for us is 
helping people grow and uh, becoming uh, uh, successful uh, husbands, fathers, uh, uh, and men for the rest of their lives. And again, preparing champions for life is a blessing that we're able to do at Baylor University. And each and every year you look forward to it. And uh, part of uh, uh, the the benefit or the extra credit comes in to, uh, as they reach their goals and dreams and as they become all they can be and the team becomes all they can be, if it happens to be winning a national championship, uh, then that makes it uh, uh, that much more rewarding and something where this team will be able to come back and be the first team to win a, a national championship at Baylor the rest of their lives. And when they come back 10 years, 25 years later and look at the banners, uh, hopefully they have great pride in what they achieved on and off the court as a group together. No, there's no doubt about that. Um, I know your buddy Fran Fraschilla was so proud of you. Um, he means so much to us, Scott, because he hosts our brunch and has been, you know, involved with Naismith forever. Uh, Fran and Meg are special people, and I know they were a- among hundreds that were just beaming with pride to see you win that thing. Well, Fran, Fran is somebody, and, and like you said, uh, behind every coach is a great woman, and, and Meg is. Uh, Definitely keeps him on point and uh, handles so many things for him. Uh, but 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 I can tell you, uh, both of them have given so much uh, uh, back to college uh, basketball. And uh, I know uh, uh, Fran, uh, since we've been in the Big 12, he's been a mentor, a big brother, and someone that's really helped our league and helped me personally and our staff and our teams. And he's just a giver. He wants everybody, and it's not just our team or our coaching staff. He helps everybody uh, uh uh, to be the best they can be, and he loves doing it. And uh, as you know, it takes a village to raise a man. Sometimes uh, players hearing from Fran it means more than what we say, and and often is the case. So uh, he has an impact uh, not only uh, on each team he he talks with and addresses and sees, but also uh, uh, personally for our staff. He's really helped us all throughout the years. Well, Scott, thank you so much for taking time. This has been great. Enjoy the White House visit and enjoy uh, your new coach, Nikki Collin, who comes from Atlanta uh, after coaching the dream to take over the women's program. So a lot to look forward to this spring and summer, and we'll catch back up with you soon. Well, thank you for all that you guys do again. Really appreciate you. Hey, that will do it for this week. We thank Scott Drew for taking time out to join us. And congratulations, Scott, once again from all of us at the Naismith Awards on your championship and to Davion for Defensive Player of the Year. And that will do it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you leave a rating and a review for us. We serve college basketball fans here 52 weeks out of the year, so we'll be cranking it up all spring and summer. So join us again next week. From World Headquarters in Atlanta, Bob Rathbun saying so long. (laughs) 